Thank you, Keith. Thank you, choir. Amen. Well, I feel underdressed. The basics of life. We, we need to get back to the basics of life. You know, no matter what you talk about, whatever field you want to talk about, there are basics that form a foundation that everything else that comes after it are built on. The foundation built on the basics of whatever you want to talk about. Principles that must be followed by us in order to have any chance of being successful. Or principles that must be followed by us in order for us to to survive. Sometimes these basics, the basics of life, are the difference between life and death. We need to get back to the basics of life. Years ago, I heard a, I heard an interview of a concert pianist, a famous concert pianist, and he was asked, "What do you do before your big concerts? You know these these big concert halls that you walk on stage and and the the, the place is packed. What do you do to get ready for those those concerts?" And he said, "Well, I spend time and I I chill." I, I meditate on what I'm going to do a little bit and, and I relax my body. I start at my head and go all the way down to the tips of my toes. I relax and get ready. And then he says, for about 30 minutes, right before I go on stage, I play scales. You do what? You mean those those things you did when you first started learning to play the piano, yeah, I play scales. You know, all of that. That's what he does. Back to the basics. Working on the basics. Never forgetting the basics or abandoning the basics. You know, listening to him, as I listened to that interview, it took me back to my early piano lesson days. John Thompson, book one. Anybody know about John Thompson, book one? Oh, boy. I love that book. Not really. As I recall, many of the exercises and the little simple songs in John Thompson, book one, were based on scales. There's this, every time I hear the words, John Thompson, book one, I think of this song. It just goes through my mind. I don't know why. In junior high, when I was playing football, wasn't that good at it, but when I was playing football, we would have a bad game. And the coach, the next Monday at practice, he'd get us all around and he'd say, Gentlemen, this is a football. And he'd show it, at, show it to us. If somebody had a particularly bad game, he'd toss it to us and say, I want you to hold on to that football while we're talking this whole practice. I want you to hold on to it, whoever that was. And then he'd talk about blocking and tackling, getting back to the basics that the game was built on. Come with me over here to our camping site for a minute. 
Here's our camping site. The basics. What do you take when you go on a camping trip? What are the things that you take? A battery-powered TV? An MP3 player? You know what? It's cold outside. I need to... I need to start the fire just a second here. Let me see if I can start the fire. There we go. Much, much better. Much better. What do you take? I know what you take. You probably take a Nintendo DS, right, to your camping trip. No, 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 no. If you want to survive in the camping world, you take the basics. Shelter, food, water, and clothing. The basics to survive in a camping trip. We need those basics to survive. We have seen that graphically illustrated to us recently in the aftermath of the earthquake in Haiti. People are in desperate need of the basics of life. Oh, there have been some miracles For example, just recently you might have read about this 17-year-old girl named Darlene that was pulled out of the rubble 15 days after the earthquake. A miracle. Doctors said medically impossible. Since the earthquake, some 200,000 people have died. And all of those rescue teams rummaging through the rubble have have pulled out maybe 135 people like Darlene. Thousands, hundreds of thousands more continue to be vulnerable. Why? Well, mainly because they do not have adequate access to the basics of life. Shelter. Food. Water, clothing, the basics. You know, we understand it when we talk about music. We understand that. You've got to deal with the basics. We understand that when we're talking about sports. As a matter of fact, the two teams that are left, they're probably this week, in part, going to work a little bit on some of the basics. We understand that. And we definitely understand when we talk about the basic needs to sustain life, shelter, food, water, clothing. But unfortunately, it seems to me, there is a bit of a disconnect at times for some of us when we talk about the basics in our spiritual life. We need to get back to the basics as brothers and sisters who follow Christ. So for the next five weeks, Pastor Carla and I are going to talk about some of the basics that we find in Scripture. And brothers and sisters, I believe we, with all my heart that if we all jump head first into the basics of life, our spiritual life, we will grow in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And who doesn't want to do that? Anybody? We will grow in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We will become like Christ, more like Christ, Christ Christ-likeness. We will learn to treat each other as God intended for His people to treat each other. And we will become stronger in our faith. This absolutely can be 
the best year spiritually that you have ever had. Much of that depends on getting back to the basics. The basics of life. Living in and living with these basics that we all need to embrace. This morning, all I want to do this morning is introduce in an overview what we're going to start next week. For five weeks, starting next Sunday, we're going to talk about the basics. Next week, we begin getting into each one of them more in depth. The first one that we will talk about this next week is B, Bible study, basics. In our camping scene this morning, the Bible study is the food that cooks on the fire. The Bible study is the food that nourishes us, that sustains our spiritual life. Psalm 119 verse 11 illustrates how important Bible study is to people like us. I have hidden the word in my heart. I have hidden your word. I have studied your word intensely in my heart that I might not sin against God. Why is Bible study so important to people like us that claim to follow Christ? It's our food. It's what nourishes us. When Jesus was tempted in the wilderness by Satan, how did He defeat Satan? By God's Word, by, by quoting God's Word back to Satan. And since Jesus is our example in life, His tactic to defeat Satan will work for us too. Getting back to the basics of life. Bible study. Food for our souls. Are you eating, brothers and sisters, one meal a day in the Word of God? I know you're eating three meals a day, I can tell. But are you eating one meal a day at the feet of our Lord and Savior through His Word? Bible study. It's our, our food. Psalm 119, 103 says, How sweet are your promises to my taste. Sweeter than honey, to my mouth, Bible study, food for our souls. The psalmist blurts this out. Oh, how I love your law. I meditate on it all day long. Next week, we start with Bible study. You know, all of these basics that we're going to talk about, you would expect us to be involved in as people that come to church, that talk about religious things, that, that, that are, call ourselves followers of Christ, you would think that all of us spend time with these basics. But my question to you and me today is, do we? You see, we're trying to become more knowledgeable about our Savior. We're trying to become closer to Him embracing Him like never before so He can make us into His likeness and we can lift up Christ in our community. One of the basics is a daily routine in the Word of God. Somebody say amen. The Bible study. It's our food. The second basic, A, accountability. 
In our camping scene today, accountability, you could say, is the water. Something that many of us take for granted. I don't know about you, but I take water for granted. It's always there. Unless you're in Haiti, under a building. Water, to me, is always there. If I had a choice between water or Diet Coke, I'd choose Diet Coke. Or whatever else. When I got married, Carla's family, kind of European thing, they drank water only at meals. Drove me nuts. My family growing up, my mother always made iced tea or, in the summer, lemonade. Every meal, every single meal. Never had water. I never think about water. I take it for granted. Accountability you could say, is water. Something we take for granted, but cannot live without, they say, for 72 hours. I don't know that we think much about accountability these days in the church, but we need it. We need somehow to be accountable to each other, because, you see, we're in this together. It's not just me Alone, following God, we're in this together. And somehow, I need you to encourage me. You need me to encourage you. We need to encourage each other. Accountability. Colossians 3.16 says, Let the Word of Christ, there's the Word of God again, let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly. And then listen to this phrase, As you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom. As we teach and admonish each other, as we hold each other accountable as followers of Jesus Christ. And as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your heart for God. See, it's accountability to each other with the right attitude. One with gratitude in our hearts to God. As we are first accountable to Him, absolutely, yes we are. And eternally grateful for what He has done for us, we are accountable then to each other. Because we love each other. We care for each other. I care whether you are following Christ or not. I care whether or not you have embraced Him as your Lord and Savior. I care whether you're walking with the Savior step by step each day. I care that your light is shining in a dark world out there. We care about each other out of love that we've received from God and we give to other people, to each other. So we're accountable to each other. Accountability. It's not easy. Sometimes it gets in the way. It makes us vulnerable. But it's necessary in the body of Christ. Are you in an accountability relationship with someone in some way? We will talk about that two weeks from today. The third basic element of following Christ in our list today, in our acrostic, is service. In our camping scene today, service, you could say, is the clothing. Service, you could say, is the clothing. Service... Yours and mine should be obvious and noticeable. It should be like a flannel shirt. Everyone noticed 
the way I was dressed today. It was obvious that I had dressed down. People looked at me double takes like that. Like that. What? I mean, Pam came in the office. I was sitting there. She didn't even recognize me. There's something different. You noticed what I was wearing. Service is something that should be obvious in and through the body of Christ. It should kick in. It should kick into action anytime and anywhere it's needed because it's always on us. We always have it on. We're always willing and ready to serve. Matthew chapter 25 verse 40 says, The king will reply, I tell you the truth, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did for me. Galatians 5 tells us, serve one another in love. Then it goes on to say, the entire law is summed up in a single command, love your neighbor as yourself. Service. I'm struck by the fact that when you look at the early church, when you study the early church at least a little bit, I am, I am t- completely struck by the fact that, that, they, that they served each other and their community. They were known for it. It was a basic element of their lives. Service. Something that they were clearly known for. Look how they loved one another and served one another. We will get to that three weeks from today. Service. B-A-S. Service. The fourth, the fourth basic is intercession. In our camping scene today, intercession could be the shelter that we sleep in, that we live in. It is where we live our prayer life. It is how we exist in the presence of God, in intimate, constant communication with the Father around us, engulfing us, our shelter in the time of storm, our prayer life. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 simply says, pray continually or pray without ceasing. It's our life. It's our breath. It's our heartbeat. We simply cannot be sustained in our spiritual life without prayer. I love the first verse of Luke chapter 18. We've read it before. I've referred to it before. I love this verse. It says this, Then Jesus told His disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. Always pray and not give up. We have talked about this. I don't know. Maybe you're tired of hearing about prayer. We've talked about it. We've done different things to try to help us get more into prayer. We've started a prayer room. And I don't know. I don't know what that means to anybody here. But to the child of God, in God's kingdom, in His understanding of what it means to follow Him, Prayer is on the top of the list. Now my question is simply this. How is your prayer life? You see, because 
what we want to have happen this year, at least what I do, is I want this to be the best year spiritually I've ever had. Said that last year, Pastor Chuck. I was right. That's what I wanted last year. But this year's a new year. I want this to be the best year spiritually that I've ever had. It will happen in part, at least, on how deep my prayer life is. Pray continually. Be persistent. Never give up. It's one of those few basics for people like us. Are you talking to the Father on a regular basis? Your shelter, it engulfs you. It's around you. It's just who I am. We will get into that more four weeks from today. If you've heard enough on prayer, plan to be gone four weeks from today. And then finally, the last one is community. The sea. In our camping scene this morning, community is all of it. All wrapped up together. Community. It is where we gather right here around the basics. It is how we, we relate to each other, how we interact to each other. It is how we encourage each other. This is the overflow that brings us together in community, Bible study, accountability, service, intercession. It all adds up to the body of Christ, the community of God, the kingdom of God. Community lived out in the kingdom of God. First Peter chapter 3, verse 8. Finally, all of you, that doesn't leave anybody out. All of you, live in harmony with one another. Be sympathetic. Love as brothers. Be compassionate and humble. Community that draws people to Christ and to the kingdom of God. Look how they love one another. Look how they interact with one another. I want to be part of that. We will talk about this in five weeks. We need to get back to the basics of life. Those things that can build our spiritual lives. Those things that we can build or God can build the building on that is called my spiritual life. Each week as we go through each letter of basic, each week we will also talk about each week practical ways that we can, things that we can do to help us grow in each area. Be very practical things that we can be part of. I believe, brothers and sisters, if we jump headfirst into these basics, Bible study, accountability, service, intercession, community, I believe we will grow in our relationship with God. And again, who doesn't want that? And He will help us to become the people He needs you and me to be to lift up Christ in our world. This is just the beginning of our year, really. And this could be the best year spiritually that you and I have ever had if we get back to the basics. Camping site. You know, I really don't like to go camping. 
I don't do it very often. I mean, when I do it, I like it. I just don't like getting ready to do it. As a matter of fact, these shoes, for example, I haven't worn them in years, and, and all the, the rubber's coming off the bottom. You can see where I've walked. I mean, they're so old, my camping shoes, that they're falling apart. But I understand that without these things, if I went camping, I would die if I went there long enough. So, Lord, would would you help me put it together that without these things, I would die spiritually? So, Lord, today and in the weeks to come, will you help us to pull together, to move together as community as we learn more from you on how to draw closer to you each day? If you know this, sing this with me.